time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. Red Friday with ESWL. Streamline your business procurement by making them an approved vendor. A very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday. And it's been a good week for the Red Army with Saturday's 2-1 success at St Mirren followed up with the 5-1 hammering of Dundee at Pittordry on Tuesday evening. We'll also look ahead to the rest of the weekend action and we'll have the latest guesses on the predictor as well as the current league table. And Aberdeen are back at Pittordry tomorrow with a visit of Hearts in the second of three home games on the bounce. I'm Dave McDermott. Joining me are Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway. And uh, Andrew, first of all... Uh, St Mirren, a well-worked victory in the, well, good pitch conditions, but terrible weather conditions, followed up with a, a demolition job on Tuesday. Yeah, thoroughly professional uh, few days for Aberdeen. Uh, did what they had to do down at Paisley. As you say, the weather was horrendous, but the pitch was very good. Um, the game itself wasn't anything brilliant, but the boys got the job done. And then they went out and showed the, the full range of their attacking abilities against what has to be said was a very, very poor Dundee side. Some of the defending in the second half bordered on the criminal, but Aberdeen took full advantage and all of a sudden now the league table looks a much brighter proposition for all concerned with Aberdeen Football Club. Yeah, and uh, you know the games are coming thick and fast, Dave, but if you're winning those games as we have done in in the last uh, couple of the uh, last three on the on the bounds, that that does help, doesn't it? It most certainly does, Dave, and the manager, Derek McInnes, says momentum means the legs don't feel quite so heavy. There's not a lot of training going on at the minute. We get players in, it's all about recovery, training the ones that need to train, and we come off the physical output so they've got everything to give in a match day. And certainly we've been getting that in abundance, plenty of effort from everyone. But when you're winning, you're right, and that confidence is through a player, then it, it's, uh, it can make the game a bit uh, simpler for them. And a few games ago, we were talking about where was the next goal coming from, Andrew, and uh, Big Sam Cosgrove has certainly stepped up to the plate. Well, we've got the SAS strike force in action now, Stevie and Sam. The two of them working very well together. It's, it's Sam who's getting the bulk of the plaudits because he's putting the ball in the back of the net. But don't underestimate the part that Stevie May is playing. Uh, he's doing everything bar score, and I think all his teammates would really like to see him score from open play. But Big Sam Cosgrove, you know, he's... He looks a completely different player to, to what he did even just a month ago. He's full of confidence and full of goals. He does. I mean, it, it is chalk and cheese, but it just shows you, you know, what we can now see why it was that uh, the manager was keen to bring, bring Sam up from Carlisle to Aberdeen. Yeah, for sure, Dave. And the gaffer's full of praise for Big Sam after he scored three games in a row. We're working hard with him to get those little bits of improvement, but regardless of all the technical aspects and physical aspects of improving a player, um, the tactical side of it, it's it's clear that the confidence has is, is been the biggest factor. And that's what it normally is for a young player and it's what it normally is for a striker. So scoring that first goal then helps with the next opportunities and um, you know I'm not surprised and I wouldn't be surprised if he goes and scores again Saturday because he's um, he's in a good place at the minute Unusual for Derek to say something as confident as that just shows you how much he thinks that, that that good place is for Sam because he doesn't normally say anything as specific as that. No, um, you could almost feel that he, he's putting a wee bit of pressure on Sam uh, saying that he expects him to score tomorrow. But, you know, when a ball comes into the box and it's in the right area for Sam now, he's making those runs to get on the end of it. And 
if you ever you wanted to know what his confidence is like, that second goal on Tuesday night just epitomised it because, you know, he went down the inside right channel. It was a tight angle. Uh, a couple of months ago, he'd probably been looking to pass it inside, hoping that somebody would come up on the attack with him. But no, he wanted to score that goal and he got his full reward for, for his enterprise. Well, Sam's confidence is at uh, uh, very much a high just now. Hearts who come north uh, tomorrow afternoon, their confidence must certainly be shattered after their uh, recent uh, demolition against them at Livingston. Yeah, it's a very intriguing match, isn't it? There's going to be a big, big crowd. Uh, Derek McInnes uh, told us earlier today he was expecting around about 17, 17 and a half thousand. Keeper Joe Lewis, he intends giving that big red army an early Christmas present tomorrow. It's going to be a, a great atmosphere and you know, around the Christmas period you always get a, get good crowds and good atmospheres and uh, you know, the Hearts and then Celtic at home, um, you know, they, don't, they don't come too much bigger than that for, for ourselves and, and, and for the supporters so um, hopefully you know, we, we can have a supporters turn out in numbers and make plenty of noise and and we can give them something to shout about They have had injury problems um, White and, and uh, Cochrane are yeah. the, the latest players uh, so you know but you can sympathise up to a point but Aberdeen have had pretty horrendous injury problems particularly in the earlier part of the season Well that's the thing I mean I think it, it, it's cyclical isn't it I mean every club is going to have it, its spell where the form isn't great the injuries start to, to take a, a burden on the, the squad but um, Hearts looked really really poor in that second half against Livingston last week and it will take a major infusion of confidence into their ranks for them to have any chance of, of leaving Aberdeen with a victory particularly when you look back and see they haven't scored in each of their last four visits to Pataudry Stephen Naismith is due to come back I suppose the fact is he hasn't played if he does play tomorrow he hasn't played since October in the Betfred Cup semi-final against Celtic at Murrayfield and uh, you know he'll probably take a wee while to get up to but uh, Hearts you can't become I mean they started the season so well you can't surely become a bad team overnight No definitely not and they are on a a major downer at the moment but Derek McInnes insists that Hearts will not be taken lightly Whether they're in good form or whether in poor form I see it all the time it's no, for me, something we get too bothered about. Just because teams aren't uh, coming off the back of cut bad results doesn't mean to say the game's any easier for us. We just need to concentrate on our own performance and deliver on that. Um, if we can deliver our performance that we expect of ourselves, and I think the team's in uh, a good way at the minute, I think there's a lot of confidence in the team uh, through the team at the minute, then we set about the task of beating the next opponent in its hearts, and hopefully we can do that tomorrow. Three wins on the bounce, Andrew. Um, three games to go before the, the winter break. Um, dare we start hoping that we could actually... I know it's one game at a time, as the manager will tell us, but uh, they are three games tomorrow. We've, we've spoken about that. Celtic, they come up here. Hibs showed what happens when you have a go at them. They're not firing in all cylinders. And then down to Livingston, that'll be difficult, but there's no reason why somebody has to win down there. Yeah, I mean, uh, St Johnson have shown they can go there and win. So if St Johnson can do it, so can Aberdeen in their current form. And I think the confidence that is coursing through the, the squad at the moment uh, sets Aberdeen up nicely for a real push towards uh, these last three games. And they're all winnable games. Let's 
be honest. And it is still very much in the lap of the gods as to who is going to be sitting top of the table come the 29th of December. It's, it's great, isn't it? We've had, in the last, I think, three games, we've had three different uh, league leaders. We'd like it to be Aberdeen that are the league leaders, but it, the fact it's changing it so often shows that uh, it's a fantastic title race. It's wonderful, Dave, and it just paints uh, Scottish football and the Premiership in in a very positive light. You know, I'm fed up hearing of all these uh, so-called know-it-alls down south saying, "Oh, it's a Mickey Mouse league, a pub league. Oh, two teams always run away with it." Well, take a look at the league table. There's a good number of teams in strong contention right up at the top. Hopefully, that continues for a long uh, time to come. Joe Lewis. He's calling for one more push to finish the year with a bang. There's three games left, two home games um, against strong opposition and then a difficult away game as well against Livingston. So they're difficult games, but certainly in the form we're in and the confidence we've got, we want to win all three. You know, and that's, uh, that's got, a bit, got to be our aim. The confidence the lads have got is, is, is brilliant at the moment and uh, you know, change rooms bouncing and you can see, I think hopefully you can see that on the pitch. So, you know, we're going to Saturday, looking forward to it and uh, hopefully we can keep the positivity and the, and the run going. Still players to come back. Mark Reynolds back in full training today and uh, going well, although he could be ready for the Livingston game. The fact that it's... Uh, the same type of pitch that, he, that caused the injury I don't Mark think that want to play that yeah, absolutely not no. No, no GMS or Michael Devlin yet so even more competition for places once these guys come back well when you, you look at the, the part that GMS and Michael have played in the season so far for them to have been out virtually the whole of this month and for the team to have performed so well just tells you the strength of squad that there is at Pataudry but it would be really nice to have the two of them back absolutely and uh, you know Scott um, sorry, Conor McLennan has taken advantage of GMS being out and Andy Considine has done very well indeed uh, deputising for, for Michael, hasn't he? Yeah, what a, a talent uh, young Conor as he took his goal magnificently well against Dundee there in midweek. That'll do his, his confidence, an absolute power of good. You're quite right to point out uh, Conci being absolutely fantastic at the heart of that uh, Don's defence. As for Mikey's foot tendon injury, we asked the manager for the latest. We injected the area. We got it all clear from the specialist in terms of nothing sinister going on. Unfortunately, it rules him out for December, um, but he will be in, back in early part of January. He'll then be ready to do full training when we uh, meet back up after the winter break. So... It's Sod's Law, really. We're going to be without three defenders, Reynolds, uh, Devlin and Hoban, for these games, all important games, but we'll have them all back in January. But he's in a boot just now for five days or so, uh, maybe a bit longer, but the, the feeling is that yeah, it's him. He'll be good to go once he comes out of that. You're listening to Red Friday on North Sound 1. We'll continue our build-up to Aberdeen against Hearts at Petordry tomorrow. After these.
You're listening to North Sound One's Red Friday. Aberdeen are at home again tomorrow for the clash against Hearts. Andy, Andrew, you're one to watch for the men in red. Well, I'm going to go for Stevie May. Uh, as I said earlier, he's done everything bar score in recent games. I think he could hit the back of the net tomorrow. He's he's a proven goal scorer against Hearts. Five in his career so far. I take him to have at least 60s name after tomorrow. Dave? I'm going to go for Sam Cosgrove, first Don's player to score in three successive games since Simon Church, would you believe? And who would bet against him making it four in a row tomorrow? Here's hoping. Uh, here's hoping indeed. One disappointing piece of news this morning was the confirmation that Derby want Max Lowe back in January. And uh, we did wonder with uh, Forsyth being out for the rest of the season whether they would uh, take him back as, as cover. Uh, and I think the feedback was uh, speaking to Max, he, he wanted to stay but uh, Frank Lampard understandably uh, with a bit busy schedule for, for County and uh, the fans and everyone will, will certainly miss him. They certainly will um, and it, it's one of those catch-22 situations isn't it? It's, I mean if Max hadn't been playing well up here he would have stayed but because he's done so well uh, he's, he's going to head back down uh, after January but yeah he's been a magnificent player in recent weeks for Aberdeen. His delivery into the box has been absolutely phenomenal and it's just a shame that he's going now that our two strikers seem to be in the same wavelength as him Yeah, he's still got three games to go Dave, but we will um, we'll certainly miss him he was, he's just given us something so different He's been absolutely fantastic he has done so well and it's hard to believe that he's only, what, 20 years old and you know nowhere near his best if he keeps progressing at the rate that he's going and keeps working hard then you know the, the sky's probably the limit for him. Derek McInnes for one he is uh, taking a kind of philosophical approach about low leaving. Unfortunately for us Max is going to go back. Really uh, disappointed with that but understand that you know it's Derby's need to have him back He's um, they've been very impressed with him his time with us. They've got um, one or two injury issues they've got um, to full backs down there so I had a conversation with Max about it on Monday which we kind of expected once I spoke to Frank and uh, it's a, a sense of regret that Frank and Derby are taking him back uh, from their point of view because they see the benefit of him staying out but he is their player and they, they need him back so he'll have three games left with us and hopefully we can make the most of it while we've got him. And I'm sure he will, Andrew, want to go out on a high. Absolutely. I mean, he's, he's got three big games to come. And, you know, I, I think it was probably his performance in the Betfred Cup final that really showed Derby what he's capable of because he's he was up against James Forrest, who was in the form of his life and never got a kick of the ball against Max. Yeah, he was brilliant that uh, and arguably the man of the match, even though he was on the, um, on the losing side. And uh, certainly his uh, teammates took to him very quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Big Joe Lewis, for one, says it's going to be a real blow to be losing Max. He's a fantastic player, and I can I can see why they were running back. I think he played a couple of games before he came here actually for them, so he was obviously close to their starting eleven anyway. He's come here and uh, shown what a quality player he is. So, yeah, he'll be missed on the pitch and in the dressing room. You know, he's a great lad. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll wish him um, all the best and just uh, have to in, enjoy the last few games he's got with us. Joe Lewis there. We've heard from the Aberdeen camp. It's Aberdeen against Hearts tomorrow afternoon at Pittori. Let's hear from the Jambos boss, Craig Levine. I know what we're facing. I know uh, Derek and Doc really well. I know how they play and what the team plays. We hit a bit of form. It's going to be tough. But the, I'm hoping that we get some rebound from last week's result. 
and that we can go up there with determination that, that we'll do our best to win the match and that's, that's all I can ask. Well, he doesn't sound exactly supremely confident, does he? No, he doesn't. I mean, he, well. he, he's, he's not the most dynamic sounding of managers, um, but he does really sound in a right downer there. And if he's trying to inspire his troops ahead of the game tomorrow, he's going to have to brighten up, I'm afraid. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, Hearts. You can understand it's been a, a fairly you know, shocking run that they've they've been on. But uh, you know, it's the manager's job to to lift lift the players, lift the supporters, and they. Uh, I don't think I'd be lifted by that. No, I think he's got this kind of uh, do-or-dry persona. Um, I'm sure there is a, a, a vibrant heart in there somewhere. Um, but, Standard uh, comedian in there hiding. In, well indeed, hidden. indeed. I think I think that's it. But you know, he'll he'll have the guys uh, fired up. I'm, I'm I'm sure he will. So you know, hence the reason that Aberdeen will will not be taking them lightly. There's no complacency. There never is at Pitt Audrey. And it's always a hard game, Aberdeen against Hearts. We've seen it throughout the years. No, you're normally not a lot in it. So, uh, predictor Andrew, what's the latest scores in the doors? Well, uh, it was who was it for the Red Army last week? It oh, was, it was uh, Sean Wallace. It was Sean Wallace. He got three points. Uh, Dave, you got two. Dave Mack, you got four. And courtesy of Kenny Miller's last gasp goal at Rugby Park, I got six points. So uh, it's now myself in 74, Dave Mack 71, Dave G 64, Red Army 57. Okay, so uh, (laughs) moving along. (laughs) along. (laughs) Um, We'll start off with you, Dave, for tomorrow. Celtic against... Oh, by the way, it's uh, Chris Harvey from STV who will be giving his predictions for the Red Army. So Celtic against Dundee, Dave. Dundee could be on the end of a very uh, sore one. I think this is... uh, A lot of it is about what Celtic want, what sort of frame of mind are Celtic in. I know they've got their own uh, problems up front, you know, with the you know huge lack of main strikers. Well, they don't have any on the go and available at the moment, but they will still be a big, big threat. Even if Celtic are not at the top of their form, I can't see past a very comfortable home win at Parkhead. I'm going to go four 0 Celtic. Andrew, yeah, Celtic have got goal scorers despite not having a, a main striker just now. Dundee can't defend four 0 to Celtic. I'd agree with that. Uh, I've gone three 0 Celtic. Uh, Andrew Hamilton against Kilmarnock. Well, it won't be easy for Kilmarnock uh, at Hamilton, but again, I keep harping back to Brophy and Stewart. They'll get amongst the goals, I'm sure. Two one to Killy. Dave. I'm going to go for 2-0 uh, Kilmarnock, Dave. Kelly, of course, slipped up with that heavy defeat against Celtic. But in the grand scheme of things, overall, there's no sign of a collapse in form. What, what a great job. As we keep saying, Steve Clark has done 2-0 Kelly. I've gone Hamilton 1, Kilmarnock 3. Staying with you, Dave, for Hibs against Livy. Uh, Hibs terrific against Celtic, but Rangers certainly dominated them and were unlucky not to, to beat them in that 0-0 draw. Livy, though, are a very good team. As you know, Derek McInnes said that before the Aberdeen game and their performance, especially in the first half at Pataudry, just underlined and highlighted what a good, well-organised team they are. I can see a share of the spiles at Easter Road. I'm going to go 1-1. And Hibs, Livy, Andrew? Yeah, I'm going 1-1 as well. Uh, and I'm going 1-1 too, so that's a bit <laughs> boring. Um, Andrew, we'll stay with you for Motherwell St Mirren. Well, I'm afraid St Mirren showed nothing in attack really last week and 
Motherwell at home are a different kettle of fish to what they are away from home 2-0 to Motherwell Dave? Motherwell inconsistent very up and down but I think they will have far too much for the struggling Saints I'm going for Motherwell 3 St Mirren 1 Well I've gone 1-1 tactically so that if I get that right I'll gain on everybody <laughs> um, right. If you get it right <laughs> yeah. Well it's a small if <laughs> yes. uh, St Johnston Rangers on Sunday lunchtime Dave I'm going to go St Johnston 2 Rangers 1 I fancy Saints to get a narrow win here they'll be very keen at McDermott to bounce back from just their first defeat in nine matches Andrew I'm going to go with Dave and, and say St Johnston win, uh, will win I'm going to go 1-0 I think it'll be very tight but that strong St Johnston defence more than capable of handling Morelos I've gone 2-2 for that one and um Leaving the best till last, Andrew, uh, tomorrow afternoon, Aberdeen against Hearts. As we've said, you know, they're tight games. I don't see it being a goal fest like Tuesday night, but Aberdeen too strong for Hearts, 2-0. Dave? That's exactly what I've uh, got, Dave. Hearts, of course, they'll be hurting very badly after they're hiding from Livingston. They will battle hard, I'm sure, but the Dons to make home advantage count. Well, I'm confident I've gone for Aberdeen 4, Hearts 0. You yes. never know. And representing the Red Army for tomorrow's games, here's STV's Chris Harvey talking to Dave. Let's start with Celtic against Dundee. Scoreline. Very difficult to see anything but a Celtic victory, 3 or 4 nil. OK, which one are you going for then? I'll be generous, I'll say 3 nil. Hamilton against Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock again against Dundee they didn't have it all their own way at the weekend but yeah too strong for Hamilton um, I'm going 2-0 Killy Hibbs Livingston Livingston could do something here it's all based on the first goal but I think Livy 2-1 Motherwell v St Mirren I think St Mirren probably are the poorest team in the league although Dundee are running them close at the moment victory for, for Motherwell I'll go Motherwell 3-1 St Johnson against Rangers on Sunday St Johnson uh, obviously came up to Aberdeen and uh, put in a great performance for a 2-0 victory. I don't think they will have enough to see Rangers off over 90 minutes. I'd love to predict a draw here, but I think, no, Rangers, and I'll go with 2-1. And the match of the weekend, Aberdeen against Hearts. Hearts, they're going to come up here looking not to get beaten. I don't think it's going to be great entertainment unless Aberdeen unlock that Hearts defence early on. But no, I'm going for Aberdeen uh, 3, Hearts 0. We'll take that. Uh, Peter Header at home to Stirling Albion in League 2 tomorrow. No juniors, they've stopped for the winter break, but there is some games in the Highland League. Yeah, there's a full card in the Highland League. Pick of the fixtures, uh, I think the one that stands out is the, the local derby between Formartin United and Inverurie Locos. League leaders Cove Rangers, they're away to Bucky Thistle, and it's fourth v seconds when Brewer Rangers entertain Fraserburgh. Well, that's just about your lot from the team here at Red Friday. Have a wonderful Christmas. Remember, tomorrow it is Aberdeen against Hearts at Petaudry. Three o'clock kickoff. We'll see you again next weekend. Bye bye. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday.